Hello, Olentangy. This is Krista Davis, Olentangy's Chief Communications Officer, and this episode shares about a professional development initiative by our curriculum team to allow our teachers agency in their learning. Director of Curriculum Vince Dottilio speaks with Liberty Middle School teacher Joe Cherubino and Heritage Elementary Intervention Specialist Teresa Knapp about Seeds of Change and how it has impacted their classroom teaching. Hi everyone, this is Vince Dottilio, the Director of Curriculum and Instruction here in Olentangy Schools, and we are excited today to be joined by two of our amazing staff members, and I'm gonna turn it over to them to introduce themselves. My name is Teresa Knapp. I'm an intervention specialist at Heritage Elementary, and I've been teaching in Olentangy for 20 years. Hi, I'm Joe Cherubino. I teach social studies at Liberty Middle, and this is my 22nd year in Olentangy. Thanks, Teresa and Joe, for being here. We are so excited to, to be here tonight and be able to talk about Seeds of Change here in the district. And for those of you who don't know, Seeds of Change is a really cool new learning experience that we've offered staff over the last two years. Essentially, we had many staff members coming to us with ideas and passions and interests that they wanted to pursue in their classroom. But being a, a curriculum department with only so much uh, power and time uh, in our day, we had struggles meeting those needs. So we decided, what if we created a learning experience where staff were able to develop their own inquiry projects to exercise their own agency and really trace chase down that passion that they have for that idea in the classroom. And Teresa and Joe were some of the first participants in Seeds of Change, and we brought them tonight to give us a little background on why they decided to take part in the project and, and what it meant to them. So I'm going to ask both Teresa and Joe, can you talk a little bit about why you decided or how you decided to become part of Seeds of Change? Yeah, you know, for me, and, and you touched on it, Vince, the professional development that's offered to us, um, it's wonderful, but it doesn't always match the special ed world that I'm in. And so I was really excited to be able to create a project that really fulfilled the needs within my special education classroom. And that's what really drew it to me the first year and why I continued the second year. Great. So that's cool. It met that individual need that you had in your classroom. What about you, Joe? I had been... Uh exploring the topic that I picked before seeds happened. And then when that uh, opportunity came up last year, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can now, you know, continue to explore a topic I'm interested in, get some support and have a sounding board and, and a community to have discussions with and just further my my learning in a more official way than just sort of dabbling on my own. Well, it's really interesting because your two stories um, are common when we hear folks in, in Seeds of Change, whether it's someone who works in an area that's a little bit different you know, than, than the traditional teaching context, or maybe in a content area that is a little bit different than the traditional content areas, or like in your case, Joe, someone who's been working on something or dabbling uh, in something in their classroom and is looking for that opportunity to take it to the next level or a little bit of push or you know, a little nudge to get that idea going in your classroom. So if you don't mind telling us a little bit more about your project, maybe Teresa, we can start with you. Just tell us like, you know, how you came into the the, the experience and maybe where your idea started and how it changed over time. So my first year, um, 21, 22, I was working with students um, in grade four um, at Indian Springs Elementary, and I was experiencing a lot of 
eye rolling when I would go and get kids out of the classroom or reluctance or apathy. They didn't want to come down to my room. And what I learned through some surveys and some discussions with them is that they didn't really understand why they were coming and working with me. They didn't understand the value of that. And it really sparked an interest for me to really change the way we approach, you know, the IEP world with kids and being able to explain that it's okay, we all have differences. These plans help us to address our differences. And that's what really got my project going. Um, changing IEP goals so they were kid-friendly and teaching kids how to track their progress so they really knew what they were working on. So it almost sounds like the kids, the students, were, were a lot of the, you know, the, the beginnings of your project were kind of how they were feeling. That's right, yeah. What about you, Joe? How did your project develop and kind of come to fruition? It, it sort of had two doors into it. One was very personal in that I like creative things and specifically I like Lego. I am an adult fan of Lego. Agreed. Me too. Um, the, uh, this whole research on play in the classroom and playful learning comes out of the Lego Foundation and their partnership with Project Zero. So that was one way in. The other way in as I teach about people who were alive 8,000 years ago, there is very little connection that's real obvious to 12 year olds. And it's fine. it was finding those ways that they could respond to the learning in a creative, quirky little way that would engage them better. And here is this whole world of looking at play at a with older learners. We have a lot of stuff out there on play in primary, but this was very specific to play in the upper elementary, middle and high school classroom. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. What a what a neat vehicle to, you know, really engage kids and let them show what they're learning and let them explore the topics in the classroom. Yeah, and I have this experience too, Joe, being an ex-middle school teacher and also having a sixth grader at home. It's just a perfect age for this type of learning where students are still open to being really creative and goofy and, and getting into these kind of different sort of learning situations. So I really, I really like that you kind of hit the sweet spot for that. And also you checked off your own personal interests, which I think is a really cool aspect of this. I think we, I want to know a little bit more about sort of what you developed because, you know, the first part of Seeds of Change was let's have an idea, you know, and then we sort of moved to, okay, what's the action or what kind of action plan or what kind of prototype uh, did you develop? Because we really stressed in Seeds of Change that this is not going to work perfectly the first time. The idea here is to develop something, prototype it, try it in the classroom, and then try it again. Because we all know that's how our best ideas sort of come about. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you got to that first trying something new and maybe how that idea changed before it got to that showcase in the end. Yeah, so for me, you know, my students were my driving force, um, their apathy and wanting to really change their experience. And so it was a lot of trial I surveyed kids and asked for their feedback. We had to really have some heart-to-heart discussions. Um, And what I was trying to do was really to um, showcase my journey that I went on because I was hoping that this would be a productive project and that other intervention teachers could see the work that I've done and then take it back to their own classroom. So that was more of my focus, the journey instead of the product. And so I let the kids kind of lead where we were going with each thing. We did some read-alouds about how differences are okay. We read the book So Many Smarts and learned how we can be smart in many ways and not just academically. And from there, we started 
talking about our IEP plans, we started trying to write those goals into a kid-friendly way so that the kids could really understand what they were working on. That was our first step. And then we started working on what's a bar graph? How does it show progress? And what is progress? Is it a straight mountain climb straight up or is it up and down? What happens if we're not making progress? And it was that journey that I showcased along the way. You were exercising your agency and interest, and you were also inspiring them to do the same and take control of that and buy into it. And I love how you also, you know, use the picture book to kind of as an entryway yeah. for them. Well, that was great. And the other thing I think is interesting, maybe talk a little bit more about, did, so you thought maybe this would be something that could be picked up by other teachers? That's what I was hoping, yeah. And so I think the difference with mine is, you know, I started with the problem. I didn't necessarily have a project in mind that I wanted to do with kids. Um, I started with that that problem of apathy. And so I, I kept thinking there's gotta be other intervention teachers that are experiencing the same thing, other classroom teachers. And I thought if I just take the time, because I really didn't have an end goal, I, I wasn't really sure how I wanted where I wanted my project to go. Um, I thought if I just showcase the journey along the way, then other teachers could take it and run with it and make it work for them. Great. Joe, was your similar story or a little bit different? Or Mine started really in educating myself. Um, the research with Harvard and Lego Foundations really started in 2015. And um, so I really wanted to look into the research. I read through the white document. I dug into all of those kinds of things with their research to really educate myself on what were the components. What, when you say playful learning, what do you mean? Because um, it isn't necessarily just kids doing random chaotic things. There is a real purpose and structure to what that looks like in the classroom. So I wanted to understand that first and then go into, well, how do you build those experiences for kids? How do you give them guided play experiences that will get to the outcomes that you are looking for? And some of that might be total inquiry. Um, there's nothing better than an escape room in playful learning in pretty much any content area because it's all puzzling and it's all messing around with it and solving things and being engaged in a purposeful way. So I wanted to find those kinds of examples of things that they could do and, and what kinds of products would lend to playful learning and, and then try things out. So a lot of my experience last spring where the kids were just active research in a way of we're going to try this activity and see what happens with the kid, you know, how they respond to it. And do I get information as a teacher I'm looking for? Is there a way to tweak that activity to make it more beneficial for both ends and which ones do I like better? And then I became the quote unquote Johnny Apple seed of play in my building because anytime I noticed anything in anybody's room that was playful learning, I would be like, that's play, that's play, that's play. And I'm pointing it out to everyone going like, you're doing all of this stuff already in your room kind of naturally. You just don't know that's what you're doing. You, you know, it's just a interesting, engaging activity for... Exactly. I guess some people, depending on what you call it, right? It, right. You might, they might be calling it engagement or active learning or something like that, but you kind of developed or learned about this new way to understand why students love things like that. And for that matter, why adults love to play games and different things like that. Um, I think for the listeners, though, can you can you tell us, give us like an example of what playful learning, like an activity that, that kind of embodied that in your classroom, just so they can get a sense of what students might 
be doing in a playful learning opportunity in social studies in sixth grade? One really simple one that I like a lot involves showing what you know. There's a, and it's just like, take stuff. And I use a bag twist ties and pipe cleaners, and I do not give rubber bands to middle schoolers. Um, and idea. <laughs> tape, um, note cards, just it's just random stuff. It doesn't look like anything at all. And be like, okay, so we've been talking about ancient Egypt for the past three weeks. I want you to build me something that demonstrates your understanding of life in ancient Egypt. You've got five minutes, go. Uh, and they're in a small group and they have to kind of fiddle around and it's not normal things and they have no other tools. Like they're like, can we cut the card? And I'm like, do you have scissors? No. Okay. We'll figure it out. Figure out what your options are going to be here. And they make these crazy looking shapes and things and whatnot. And then everybody has to share out. This is what we built and here's how it represents whatever the concept is. I like that one a lot because it's just a complete and total creative outlet. I think we're really with seeds of change trying to nudge i keep using that word just nudge people a little bit to try it like and we all need a nudge to try something new and provide that support um and one other way we provided that support was through feedback from other seeds of change members and that's been a really um one of my favorite parts of the last two years is watching groups of teachers get to know each other that don't know each other and helping each other along the way with those projects. So I'm just curious if um, you could speak to maybe uh, any of the other projects you gave feedback on that, that stuck with you or things you saw from you know, others in the group that were inspiring to you and maybe even made it back to your classroom. Um, I just think the makeup of the room this year, when you walked around Seas of Change, it wasn't just classroom teachers. There were special area teachers. There were other intervention specialists. It was a very um, wide range of educators in the room. Um, I know Stacy Petz was across the um, Iowa basically from me and had a really cool project about music therapy, using music within um, social emotional learning. And I didn't really get to go over there and look at it much, but it looked very interesting. As an intervention specialist, I deal with a lot of social emotional learning. I've woven that into my project as well. And I thought that's kind of a neat outlet is to use some music to help yeah, because like the, the vision is here maybe too that like two projects become one or, you know, you develop this group of critical friends who are all interested in something different yet similar for kids. And I, th I think that's another thing I probably didn't mention at the beginning was we were seeking for something to bring people together mm -hmm. around passions that they have versus what they teach. Another big piece of Seeds of Change that we are excited about, but also, you know, still working on is what do we do after? You know, what do we do with these ideas after? And I think I would love to hear from both of you of sort of what you've been up to with your ideas. And maybe if you have any, you know, next steps or, you know, things that have continued on, that would be really cool to hear how those ideas continue to evolve over time. Why don't we start with you this time, Joe? I've really continued this year looking at how to incorporate playful learning into my classroom and finding ways to put other activities in there. Um, la after Seeds ended last year, I took the class through Harvard's online thing. There was a group of us, they were all elementary people other than me, which was interesting to meet people I don't talk to on a regular basis. And that gave me a better insight. I presented at Think Tank last year, sort of sharing things. I'm hoping to present this summer, I have a 
apply to present at a conference in Upper Arlington that we attended last year and a bunch of us are going again this year. Um, I think it's really just for me, just expanding where are those places in the classroom you can put it and and use it in an effective way and get good data from kids through those experiences as well and just not being and then also just sharing it with anyone and everyone and having them see that look there is a place where you are doing playful learning in your classroom already it is not hard it is not chaos it does not require a lot of tools um and you'll get good benefits for your students you'll get better engagement you'll get better authentic learning through just little tweaks here and there all right and then for me, I've continued that IEP tracking this year with my students, um, but I also held a parent night. I talked to them a little bit about how to have that conversation with your child about, you know, having a difference, um, having an IEP, what do those conversations look like. We talked a lot about, you know, looking at different smarts. I introduced the book to parents, so many smarts. Um, but this year, too, I've also kind of continued my project in another direction as well, and that's looking at more authentic experiences with my students. Um, this year, I'm teaching mainly Orton-Gillingham phonics to my students, which is a very, very valuable, you know, instructional uh, method that we use. But it can be kind of dry. The kids are hearing the same concepts over and over again. So I thought, how do I make it a little bit more interesting? How do I get them engaged? How do I make it more authentic? So we started by taking my older students, my third and fourth graders, down to kindergarten and first, and they would teach little phonics mini lessons and do read-alouds to the class. And then, because of the Seas of Change class and my collaboration with Lisa Ham, we've started taking my third and fourth graders down to kindergarten and teaching literacy centers. And so that collaboration piece and just learning new people in the, in the group has been amazing. And what I'm hoping in the future is I get my students more involved in the next project. I would love to have some students next year at Seeds of Change that talk about their experience with learning about their IEPs and their differences and how having that knowledge has really helped them to have a better school experience. So now, Vince, I'm curious, where do you see the district taking Seeds of Change in the future? Yeah, well, I think we're you know really excited about what we've done over the last two years and starting to really figure out how to get this organized, but but generally the idea is to maximize more teachers learning, right? We wanna maximize student learning, we have to maximize teacher learning, um, and this is a component of that. For many people, they are seeking this. So my vision is to find those people uh, when you know we hear of a good idea or someone says, hey, I've always wanted to blank, or you know, what if sign up for seeds of change? And you know, I wanna also say that the entire curriculum team has been part of this process and coaching and working with different staff and we've really found it rewarding to find the things we're interested in and work on those with teachers. It's really filled a, a void for us. So I really think it's about expanding the program and, and really maximizing the adult learning in the district so that we can get back to students. And then the other big piece is making sure we're showcasing that and showcasing it with our other staff members, our community, um, our administrators, so that they can see the wonderful work that our teachers are doing in their classroom and the innovation that's happening. Thank you, Mr. Cherubino and Ms. Knapp for sharing your experience with Seeds of Change. We're excited to see how this program continues to grow in our district. Stay tuned for our last podcast episode of the year, featuring seniors from our high schools as they prepare for graduation. So until we say hello again, goodbye, Olin Tangi.